Consequence Podcast Network. Bite-sized album reviews for the music fan on the go who wants to stay in the know. This is Consequence of Sound. Phantom Thread, the original motion picture soundtrack by Johnny Greenwood. An album review by Zach Ruskin. Read by Cap Blackard. In Paul Thomas Anderson's latest film, Daniel Day-Lewis plays Reynolds Woodcock, a fashion designer who reveals that he enjoys embroidering secret messages inside the lavish garments he creates for London's elite. Intended to remain undiscovered, these private words thus become confessions and blessings rendered in thread and relegated to the darkness of dress hems. Phantom Thread is but the latest work from Anderson to use music as a kind of secondary dialogue, one that weaves around the words spoken on screen to enhance the story, but also offers insight of its own. Music, in all of its messy splendor, is always of paramount importance in conveying the tales Anderson wishes to tell. From the meta-moment in Magnolia featuring the entire cast singing Amy Mann's Wise Up, to the way punch-drunk-love composer John Brian incorporates the main character's harmonium into sound cues. In the case of Phantom Thread, the tale in question is one of a difficult artist and the woman he loves, set in 1950s London during the golden age of couture. The screen offers viewers a rich array of gilded architecture, opulent decor, and sumptuous fashions. Johnny Greenwood strives to replicate this decadence with the assistance of a 60-piece orchestra. The Radiohead guitarist and renowned director already have quite the history together. First came There Will Be Blood and its hive of buzzing strings. Next there was The Master, a disquieting collection of moody soundscapes. Most recently, there was Inherent Vice, which challenged Greenwood to create the proper musical accompaniment to the story of a pothead detective bumbling through 1970s Los Angeles. In a sense, Phantom Thread is the most straightforward narrative of Anderson's career but no one would expect a member of Radiohead to do anything the easy way. As with Woodcock's stitched disclosures, the true intention of Greenwood's score are often hidden below the surface, although fortunately, we needn't destroy any ball gowns to find them. As the film is ostensibly a romance, Greenwood's score relies heavily on strings which immediately recall Hollywood's classic films of love and longing. Within these notes, however, lurks an elegant tension. Take, for instance, the piece entitled Alma, named for Woodcock's muse and lover, who desires to be needed by the obsessive and difficult artist. Alma carries along a quiet piano line overlaid with strings, but pivots on its coda into a reflection of the cautious passion that first draws her and Woodcock together. Greenwood also does an admirable job embodying the works of past composers. Their work is used by Anderson to establish the film's time and place. For the Hungry Boy is a spiritual companion to French composer Claude Debussy and is a notably whimsical and reverent piece in the score. At other moments, elements of upbeat jazz can be heard in the background, 
a clever trick by Greenwood that highlights the brewing storm between Woodcock and Alma by juxtaposing the moment with the mood. Unfortunately, sometimes the big moments overshadow the small gems that shine so brightly in Anderson's films. With a massive orchestra at his disposal, Greenwood lets the lavishness of golden stemware and impeccable bow ties spill over and drown the sparse passages of unease that serve as Phantom Thread's emotional center. In a film that literally features an elephant traipsing through a New Year's Eve ball, it is the crack of a spoon hitting an egg and the averted gaze that follows that ultimately lingers longer. Listening to Greenwood's score in isolation, those instants aren't immediately conjured in the same way one will forever conflate the frenzied striking of cellos with the silhouette of a drill tower. In part, this is due to the nature of Phantom Thread, which worries less about specific iconography and more about mood. Within those parameters, Greenwood excels, embodying Woodcock's obsessive, cold, and at times cruel demeanor through his orchestration. The latter half of the film's main theme carries the narrative of a man struggling under the weight of his own ambition, with the pervasive percussion of the Phantom Thread 3 and the fraying strings of Phantom Thread 4. Nowhere is this more evident than in the score's standout piece, House of Woodcock, where a fluttering of keys brings to mind a sunny stroll through a garden, but gradually hesitates in its melody, undercutting the notion of joy. It's likely we'll never find every secret stitched into the fabric of Phantom Thread's score, but in giving us a reason to keep digging, Johnny Greenwood has admirably furthered the life of a film that questions the importance of legacy and what ultimately lasts. In the case of Greenwood and Anderson's partnership, let's hope the answer is forever. The Phantom Thread original motion picture soundtrack is out now on None Such Records. R grade, B. Stay tuned to Consequence of Sound for album review podcasts three times a week. If you love these shows, don't keep it to yourself. Let the world know. Rate and review us on iTunes and Podchaser. And be sure to check out our other programming on the Consequence Podcast Network. 